Welcome to the Addiction Solution Podcast. I'm Michelle Dunbar. Mark Sheeran and I will be talking today about how people fully break free from the addiction and recovery trap. We, along with our colleague, Stephen Slate, wrote the Freedom Model for Addictions, Escape the Treatment and Recovery Trap, and the Freedom Model for the Family. The Freedom Model offers a completely different approach to addiction. And we have a real solution for you. You can actually solve your problem and move on with your life. There are two ways to learn the Freedom Model in private one-on-one classes. That is at our beautiful private St. Jude Retreat and through at-home Freedom Model private instruction program, which we do via video conference. You can also learn the Freedom Model through our brand new Freedom Model online program, which is more than 20 hours of video lessons that Mark and I teach. And um, you can get that at online.thefreedommodel.org. You can get information about all of our options at thefreedommodel.org. So today we're going to talk about something that a lot of people I think brush over and think isn't very important and that is shifting your thinking from trying to motivate yourself with fear of consequences, with shame, um, with negative kind of motivators to shifting it yeah shifting it to positive motivators and for some people this is the last sticking point for them the thing that keeps them in that cycle of a lot of times they'll they'll go to periods of abstinence and then binge usage uh because of this yeah i I, it's it's a strange thing we talked we've mentioned this in some of the other podcasts but it, it it bears mentioning now a lot of times I'll have a student and they'll they'll be three quarters of the way through and they'll say, you know, I, I still have to do a my cost benefit analysis. And I say, wait a minute, that's not in the freedom model. And they say, yes, it is. And I say, no, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, we talk about benefits to benefits analysis, but not a cost versus benefits analysis. And there's a simple reason for that. Um, over the last 32 years, we've discovered that there's a single motivating uh, factor in the human psyche, and that is uh, that's the pursuit of happiness. It's not we don't as humans we're not very good at being motivated by fears and uh, costs. They tend to be very fleeting. Now you can be a very fearful person, and and if you're fearful consistently, your life will reflect that. It'll it'll definitely be motivated by fear, but good things won't happen. Right. So you can't convert uh, by constantly looking at costs convert that into a positive it doesn't work that way so you have to manually take a cost for instance I I do an exercise with my guests every single one of them I say how much do you spend per month on getting high and uh, we usually do this in the life movement section where uh, they're doing some dreaming about things they would like to have in their life and then I say okay so how much do you spend on booze and let's say it's 700 a month and then we'll immediately go pick out something that's seven hundred dollars a month like a new car that they usually have in their list and i say if you quit drinking today go buy the car today literally just by just by quitting so you convert you flip a cost into an asset you flip a cost into a positive pursuit of happiness and all of a sudden that their eyes light up and they're like wow it's that simple and i say yeah this isn't a small thing you know and if you start to incorporate all kinds of things like relationships, like I'm losing my marriage because of drinking, flip it to I gain my marriage back by quitting. Right. If that's what you really want. Right. I mean, 
many people will point to the losses people experience from their substance use as the as see that's proof positive that that addiction is a disease that people have lost control right they'll say you know uh, you know jim has got is going into liver failure why wouldn't he stop drinking you know why doesn't that motivate him to stop drinking and mary is losing her children custody of her children why wouldn't she stop using heroin and and it's not evidence that there's a disease or that somebody's out of control what it's evidence of is that negative motivators not only are not good over the long haul, but they actually, I mean, if you view using heroin or drinking alcohol as something that helps you with a stress level, there's something that helps you with your trauma and with your with your negative feelings and it helps you to feel better for a little while. Well, if you're faced with liver failure or you're faced with the prospect of losing custody of your children, then using something looks that much more attractive to you because you're escaping something that feels like it's out of your control, right? Right, right. So you do have to challenge the the idea that alcohol and drugs take the, that stress away. Yeah, 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 you have to challenge it, but also shift things around instead of saying, oh my God, you know, you're focusing on, oh my God, I'm going to lose my kids if I keep using heroin or if I keep drinking. You shift it around and say, you know, I am always in control, and I have to figure out what I really want. Do I really want custody of my children? And if I really want custody of my children, then then envisioning my life with my children not using substances is a positive thing. That's a great, great point. So that's why when I do the life movements portion where we're, where we're looking at um, dreaming about a different existence, right, where people write down and expand their mind to, oh my God, I could have a beautiful house. I could fix my marriage. I could have this or that, whatever it might be. If you know what it is that you want, if you can, if you can muster up the, the courage to dream a little bit, then what happens is all of a sudden, um, you know the things you want. Yep. And then it becomes a question of converting the cost into the thing you want, and that is, um, there's no reason to believe you can't have any of these things. You could you could have your family back. You could have relationships back that have been nearly destroyed. I mean, some obviously there are some things you can't get back, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes we do burn a bridge, but sometimes it's it's even converting that to well, I'm free of that relationship to to rebuild in a different direction. I can remember um, when I sold my house and it was a sad prospect of losing my home. And, you know, moving on in a different direction, it gave me a little bit of uh, fear. But the moment I left, I felt free. Yeah. You know, I felt free that I could, I was free to move in a new direction. And you see, that's where it's a negative situation. It's one that was heart-wrenching in a certain way, because that's where I raised my kids and everything, and I was letting it go. And then all of a sudden, once I accepted that, and I said, wait, I can convert this into now I get to move on to a new vista and a completely new way of life. And it has been, it has been hugely, hugely freeing for me in my, in my new life the last two and a half, three years. It's been awesome. So it, 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 that move freed me from 17 years of struggle. Uh, a lot of great times too, of course. Um, but it was time for a change. Yeah. It, it's when you get stuck in a rut, and you're trying to hang on to something, right? 
whether it's you're trying to hang on to a marriage or you're trying to hang on to a job or uh, some other kind of relationship or you're trying to hang on to your heavy substance use because it's something that's been a part of your life for a long time, um, you can feel absolutely trapped in fear because you don't know what your life is going to be like right you but but so here you are you're you're drinking heavily and your life is is unhappy you're unhappy with the way things are and you think of all these things that you wish you could change maybe you maybe you're sitting home we have a um in our workbook we have a question where you know i think it's barb and maria (laughs) in our workbook and and barb sits home and she drinks every night and she thinks about all the things she wants to get done and she doesn't do any of it and um and she feels like a failure and she feels terrible and and she feels trapped but it's it's a matter of shifting her perspective and shifting her thinking and opening her mind to the possibility that if i just uh, if i stop drinking today i don't you know if i stop drinking today and i tackle one thing on that list of things that i want to get done a lot of times that's once you do that that like catapults you 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 face your fear her fear is um you know that i i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be unhappy if i don't drink well i'm unhappy now and how about if i look at well if i choose if i make this choice not to drink um then i can get these three things done that i want to get done i want to get some resumes out for a new job i want to start dating again i want to go to yoga class or whatever it is if i if i make that choice and i'm instead of focusing on the fact that i'm a failure and i just keep drinking every night even though i don't want to and you know i'm um nobody loves me anymore i'm alone instead of focusing on all of these things why why don't think those things make me want to change the only thing that's really going to like convince you that change is worth it is if you see it as a happier option. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't see the change in some positive light, it, it, you bring up a good, a really good point. So I had a uh, a student today in one of my private instruction classes, and we were discussing the fact that um, for the last five years he's been trying to matriculate out of his career and to retire. And he gave them originally four years, and now it's in the fifth year. And when we started class, he was he was really upset because he's getting calls on the days he's got off. They're still treating him like the head manager there, and you know it always falls in his lap. And I could tell he was really, really, really unhappy and stressed. And and we're right in the in the program where we're talking about moving on, dreaming, and we just got done with a a section of life movements where um we were talking about how to move on and what he was going to do and and i said so what are you afraid of why won't you just leave you know you're you're financially set why don't you just go put in your resignation today right yeah you want to yeah what what is he afraid of yeah so i said what are you afraid of that's exactly what i said and he looked at me and really quick he said i'm going to lose my identity and I said, well, let's say his name was Bob. I said, Bob, listen, um, I get that. But the identity you're holding on to obviously isn't making you happy anymore. Right. So I understand it's, it's outlived its usefulness, but I do understand hanging on. A lot of people hang on. 
and it's really it's really becomes a very painful thing because we hang on to things long after their usefulness has wore out and we don't realize it so i'm telling you that the usefulness has wore out it's gone and that it's now time for you to build a new self image Yes. Something something that is uh, radically different, and it needs a name. It needs a name. Like, are you going to be the free man, right? Instead of being the guy who's who's stuck in this career and is not free, he feels trapped. I can tell. You mm-hmm. know, we talked about that. I said, now you got to come up with a name that really makes sense to you. A new self image. The self image should reflect a positive change. Yes. Right. And so, so we're talking about a lot of different things, but the principles apply both to drinking, drugging, leaving, and quitting into a positive scenario, but also life change into a yes. positive scenario. If you don't have a positive way to move forward, you're not going to be a happy critter. You're just not. Yeah, it, it's. this is why a lot of the people that we get into our program are at different like transitional points in life whether it's from an adolescent to being an adult uh in their kids and their kids young people in their 20s or midlife like 40s and early 50s or retirement age 65 plus um where you know you you've been living your life a certain way you've identified as you know identified for a long time as a as a mom with children at home and it never felt like it was going to end and then one day you know I realized that they were all grown and gone and didn't need me on a daily basis anymore so so you have to kind of make make a shift and see that shift as something very very positive and not as a loss and that's the same for substance use you know maybe you've you've had this relationship with alcohol or or drugs for a period of time and and if you don't see your shift as something positive you're probably not going to stick to it yeah you won't you know you won't stick to it yeah you you really do and that's the same thing happens with leaving a long-term relationship of any kind yeah you know you have to open your mind to the possibility can i be happier making this change so so we covered this extensively in chapter 15 of the book um and so if you you know maybe you you you're reading the book you're listening to the audiobook um you you know maybe you're thinking about doing the online program um we cover all of this in there so if you're struggling and you find yourself and you really got to become self-aware you know i i had a i had a class today where you know, she started talking about motivating herself with negative consequences again. You know, I, I can't do that or, or else this will happen. Yeah. Um, and and I, I corrected her. I said that is not, you know, recognize that. You have to learn to recognize that. It's so funny how when you really think about it, motivating yourself with negative consequences can't be a motivation because it doesn't produce anything. Right. Do you understand? Like Only you, fear. It, yeah, it doesn't produce an alternative direction. It just is looking backwards. So anytime we sit and we think about consequences, there's nothing productive happening, literally. And I mean that literally. There's nothing productive happening. So your, your life is not moving. So when we talk about life movements, which we, which we do in the online program and in private instruction, I mean, it's not in the book right now, but when we do that with people, it's about moving your life in a completely different direction. And 
that requires motivation. Now think about motivation is motion, right? Motive, motion, right. moving. Um, and we call it life movements. And we call it that because it's taking the negatives, converting it to positives, and also just imagining positives. And when you do that, you, you immediately shift yourself out of the uh, past, out of rumination, out of resentment, out of trauma, and you move it into possibility, yep. faithful thinking, happiness, freedom, joy. So the question is, do you want to move forward, literally move your life forward and produce something new and exciting, or do you want to ruminate? Yeah. And dwell on the past in the hopes that somehow that's going to change your substance use habit, which it never has in the past, by the way. Right. And if you're still struggling, of because course. Because in the absence of something new is the old. Yeah. So, so you have to be thinking about something new. You have to if you want to move forward. I mean, the other part of the whole negative consequence motivator thing is it's it's this esoteric thing out in the future. You know, if I keep drinking, I'm going to get liver disease. That's somewhat, somewhere out in the future, if, if I, you know, if I keep drinking, I'm, I have the possibility of losing my kids. It hasn't happened yet. So that's the other reason it's not a good motivator. When you, when you try to motivate yourself with positive benefits, they're usually pretty immediate. Well, in addition to that, not only with a drinking habit or drugging habit, let's just s stick with drinking because it's easy for me to talk about. Um, if you're thinking about the consequences of drinking, what you're pitting that against because the mind has to pit things. Mm. It has to Com is, compare, it, right? It, right. It has to pit or compare the negatives against the positives of drinking. Right. Now, which we, are immediate. Which are immediate, right. So because of your perception of alcohol as the devil you know that has provided you all this magic for all these years, even though it's failed miserably, by the way. Right. But, but because it's a known quantity and because you're going back desperately trying to seek that little window of happiness. So you vacillate in this negative feedback loop between costs which you dwell upon which rehab just hammers down your throat which aa just hammers down your throat that you have to think about how absolutely shitty it was keeping it green yeah and then what does your mind do the positive drive principle kicks in whether you like it or not it's inevitable you're going to think of the good times mm -hmm. and then you vacillate in this negative feedback loop through shame then you drink more then you fall apart then you sober up then you think about the good times, you go back to drinking, you fall apart, then you have shame, then you sober up, then, and you do this over and over and over. Never does anybody say in the treatment industry, hey, think about something else. Right. Think about something else that motivates you. And then directly, and this is the important part of today's uh, podcast, directly look at drinking costs that they're telling you to dwell upon and convert them, those things, into positives. To the benefits of not drinking. That's right. The benefits of quitting. Mm -hmm. You convert a cost of drinking or drugging into the benefits of not drinking and drugging. I, if, if you have to rewind this five times to listen to that, then do that. So some examples, okay? Because it's it's it really isn't a matter of semantics. It's a matter of shifting your thinking completely from, you know, I if I keep drinking like this, I, you know, 
I'm going to get liver disease. Shifting it, or I don't want to get a hangover tomorrow morning. Shifting shifting your thinking from that to by not drinking, I physically am going to feel better. I'm going to be productive tomorrow. I'm going to improve my relationship with my children or my spouse or my parents or my best friend. I'm going to, so you're, you're shifting all of the costs, the things you're worried about losing. And, and be direct about it. Be yes. direct. Like, like I got drunk last night and uh, my parents are completely pissed off and want to cut me off. If I quit, they won't cut me off right. and they won't be pissed. I mean, it's a direct one-to-one benefit. Yeah, I will. You know what? I will eventually, maybe not immediately, but I will eventually regain the, tr- the trust. My parents will trust me again. Right. Or my wife or my friend. Exactly. Or I will improve those relationships that are important to me um, by changing. Another thing, like one of the things that people beat themselves up about is, you know, why do I keep doing this? I'm out of control. Well, it's pretty awesome right in the immediate and that moment when I think about like when I have when I'm faced with, you know, do I want to have, you know, that cupcake or not? I, I don't like anything to, I'm, I'm a control freak a little bit and I like to be in control. So you can shift the, um, I'm going to be out of control to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be totally in control. I get to decide what I ingest, what I, activities I participate in, who I am with. And, and just that alone is really enough for some people. Some people use uh, substance use as a, you know, as they're they're exerting their own independence, when in reality they still feel out of control. That's right. That's a great point. So, so really exert your independence by actually becoming independent by not letting the substance rule you. You know, it's you're always in control. You're always doing your, what you want to do. So, if you're trying to shift your preference, see if you're really getting the benefits that you're you think you're getting from the substance and convert your motivation from fear of consequences or the costs of it to the benefits of changing that's right the benefits of quitting yep so we're gonna have to we're cutting it a little bit short this week because Mark has to go into a class and we try and squeeze these things in when we can, but we're, yep, yep. we're pretty booked up these days. Um, so thank you everyone for listening today. Hold on, I got to put my glasses on so and, I can read And if you want to know more about this, we have the uh, Freedom Model online program. Uh, yes. You know, so uh, people are, are getting into this and, and they're liking it. Um, and that just puts faces to the voices right yeah. me and michelle and and also presentations and uh it's all pre-recorded videos so she'll tell you more about that as as i bail off here and start my other class in the other office yeah. bye everybody and i what i want to tell you guys is if you're not on our email list sign up for our email list because we're going to have an email going out this week that has a promotional code to do our online program and and you should know that the online program does include uh, lessons that are not included on the, you know, in the the book right now, and they are the life movements, which Mark talked about a lot, is in the online program, as is the binge construct. 
um, as is this great video that Mark does um, distinguishing between the mind and the brain. Um, there's just some, some great information on there. So uh, to get on our mailing list, I would email us at info at thefreedommodel.org and say, hey, put me on your mailing list. Or you can go to thefreedommodel.org website. Um, and like if you sign up to get the free ebook or something like that, then you can get on our, our mailing list. And I, I think subscribers to our podcast are already on our mailing list. Um, so if you are, be looking for that uh, email this week, which will be, um, which will give you a, a really great promotional code to get the uh, Freedom Model online program for half the cost for between now and the end of the year. So thank you so much for listening today. If you or someone you know is seeking help for a substance use problem or another habitual behavior, or you want help breaking free and moving past recovery as well, you can reach us at 1-888-424-2626. You'll talk with Danny White. He's fantastic. Um, he can help you and answer any questions you have. You can go to our websites, thefreedommodel.org, leaveaddictionbehind.com, and soberforever.net. Thefreedommodel.org is our hub. It has a bunch of resources, including videos, these podcasts, the entire, all, we have more than 100 podcasts now, and every episode is listed on there. We have free ebooks, and you can get digital editions of our books, The Freedom Model for Addictions and The Freedom Model for the Family. Uh, for free, enter coupon code FREEDOM100 at checkout um, to get those for free. Also, you can get paperback or Kindle versions on Amazon or one of the other online retailers. And we do now have the audiobook, which you can get. It is available on Audible and other platforms that you can get audiobooks. If, you know, so you can also follow us on social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and subscribe to the Freedom Model YouTube channel. We will be combining our three private Facebook groups into one. Um, the group that we are combining it to is the Freedom Model Group. We have over 600 members. It is growing very quickly. We're very excited. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, so if you are in one of the other groups, know that we will be, by the end of the year, those groups will be consolidated into the Freedom Model Group. There are some great Leaving AA and deprogramming groups on Facebook as well, so you can look for those and check those out. From everyone here at the St. Jude Retreat and the Freedom Model, we wish you well. Until next time.